What's up, everyone? This is episode two. Um, episode one, I forgot to introduce myself. So for those of you who don't know me, I'm Re. Uh, I'm a mother of one beautiful daughter, born in January. She's now eight months old. I have a boyfriend named Chris and two dogs whom I love very much. Um, so pretty much this is <laughs> the fourth time I'm trying to record this. It is super hard to create a podcast, let me tell you. Um, but I'm going to start at the beginning. That's where I feel like we should be. Um, for all you expectant moms out there who are wondering about what it's like to go into labor. That was a fun moment for me, guys. <laughs> Ooh, so on... The evening of January 25th, we had just eaten dinner. Chris had made us, I think he fried chicken. Yeah, he made chicken wings. Okay, so we had chicken wings and rice. And I kid you not, I don't know about you guys, but when I was pregnant, I ate like three quarterbacks. Okay, (laughs) I ate so much. Food was life. Anyway. That's not the point. Point is, is that I enjoyed my dinner. And we're going outside to walk our dogs. The last walk of the night, you know, got to let them do their business before going to bed. And so I come back inside. I tell Chris, you got to hold, you got to hold one of them because I have to go to the bathroom now. I go to the bathroom and I swear to you, I thought I peed myself. And for all those of you who are listening, my bad TMI, but whatever. And I'm like, oh, crap. I got through my whole pregnancy without doing this, without the dreaded peeing myself situation. And right at the end of the tunnel, here I am. Damn it. And I'm like, okay, if I just, you know, change my clothes, no one will notice. So... I change my clothes and I go back out there and I and I take one of the dogs from him and lo and behold, I'm like, oh no, I'm being myself again. And it's only when we both got back inside and I'm like, yo, there's no way I'm still peeing. I'm like, Chris, he's like, yeah, I'm like, I think my water just broke, but I'm not sure though. And he's like, what do you mean you're not sure? How many times have you guys watched a movie and the pregnant woman's water breaks and it's like this gushing waterfall coming out and you're like, yep, you definitely know. That's not it. That's not it at all. It definitely just felt like I was peeing myself, but guys, my water was had broken. So I call my doctor, the on-call, what are they called? <laughs> The on-call labor and delivery team at the hospital near near my house. And I call them and they're like, okay, the doctor's on call. We'll call you back shortly. I'm like, okay. So I'm sitting there and I'm relaxing and I'm chilling. I've gotten over the initial, okay, I guess my water's broken. That's cool. So I'm relaxed and I look over at Chris and he's freaking out. He's like running up and down the hallway. He's like, are the bags packed? Where, where's this? 
who's gonna watch the dogs what are we supposed to do and i'm like and he's like babe let's go let's go we gotta go it's 20 minutes away we have to drive and like i feel fine <laughs> i felt calm i felt fine and i don't know it was weird and the doctor calls me back and she's like She's explaining all these things and she asked me all these questions. I was like, I'm pretty sure it's broken, but I'm not 100% sure. She's like, okay, just come in. We'll, we'll take a look. We'll make sure everything's okay. I'm like, all right, cool. So <laughs> we're driving. And ladies, for those of you who have like not severe menstrual cramps, that's what it felt like, mild menstrual cramps. And I'm sitting there, I'm talking to Chris, and I'm like, on the way to the hospital, he's driving, and I guess he's trying not to panic, but it's written all over his face that he's, you know, he's going crazy. And I'm like, this feels fine. This is going to be easy. It's going to be great. That was a lie. A complete lie. So we get to the hospital, and they finally, they admit me and everything. And... I, they give, they check me to see how far dilate, how far along I am. So how dilated am I? And when she checked, I was only one centimeter dilated. I was like, oh, we're going to be here for a while. And they give me this medication that's supposed to speed up the contractions and make them more severe so that I would dilate faster. Um, and that's when I enter the gates of hell. I get you not. My brain will not let me remember that pain because it was so bad. I'd rather get stabbed like 20 times in my abdomen than ever feel that pain again. <laughs> they gave me Pitocin and Chris is laying on the couch, sleeping, snoring, sleeping. He's out. And I'm like... So my water's still broken, correct? And so I'm every five minutes or so, I'm like, I have to pee again. So I'm getting up, and every time I get up, I get a contraction. And I'm doubling over by myself because this man is asleep on the couch. I kid you not, I wanted to kill him, but I didn't. He's still alive and well, guys, I promise. <sighs> it was painful. And that went on for about five hours six hours before they're like all right this is not working she's one and a half centimeters dilated now and we're gonna do a c-section cool they take an hour and a half before they finally was like okay c-section planning it and then i get into the operating room where they do the c-sections and I'm not gonna lie, it was one of the worst experiences of my life. I know childbirth is supposed to be this miracle thing, but oh my god, I never want to do it again. I don't mind having another kid. I really just want to skip that part though. Skip, skip it, skip it, skip it, skip it. Oh, so it's a teaching hospital. And they had a resident, a third year resident, trying to give me the, the epidural to numb I think it's the epidural I don't know if it was the epidural or something that just numbs me from the waist down and he's probably stabbed me in my back about four or five times before the doctor the actual uh anesthesiologist gay uh stepped in and was like this is how you do it and that's when I realized I'm in for the for for a hell of a ride 
because I didn't even know that was a resident. They didn't tell me. And that was the worst part of it because I could have avoided getting stabbed three or four times before actually successfully getting the, the anesthetic. Um, if they had told me that they were going to have a 30 year resident do it, cause I would have told them, hell no, absolutely not. <laughs> but, um, all that aside. So he finally gives me the anesthesia and then I have the panic attack. Yep. Full on panic attack. Yep. I'm laying there and Chris claims, and I, I can't tell you the truth because I don't know. It was all a blur after the anesthetic went through. Um, I thought that this was right after the anesthetic. Chris said that this happened after they had already taken her out. I started panicking because I couldn't feel my body. And I'm screaming at the doctors. I'm like, I can't feel my body. I can't feel my body. And I'm like, I can't breathe. I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm like panicking. So then they had to give me something for, 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 for me panicking. I don't know what they gave me, but they did. And then the next thing I remembered, I was waking up in the hospital, like the actual room. Um, my daughter's in that little plasticky container. <laughs> what are they called? The bassinet, the hospital bassinets, I guess. Oh, plasticky container. Um, and she is the most beautiful thing I've ever laid my eyes on. She was so beautiful. And I, for, for a split second, I forgot that I went through all of that, but I did, <laughs> I did go through all of that. And as the days go on and time between that event and now goes, grows, I am forgetting more and more that pain that I went through, but I'm, I'm really sure that it's because my brain, my brain doesn't want me to remember. Uh, <laughs> so for those of you expecting, <laughs> expect to walk through the gates of hell. That that's my, that's the moral of the story. But at the end of that tunnel is the most precious thing you'll ever see in your life. The most beautiful experience you'll ever see. You'll ever feel you'll ever experience uh, it was wonderful. Uh, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Um, and the healing process afterwards for the, he for the C-section wasn't too bad. Um, I was walking by within the 24 hours and I was pretty much back to my normal self within a week. But I mean, I was a little scared to like mess with the scar. I couldn't actually see the scar to be honest with you. Uh, it was really small. Um, but downside to the C-section was that I didn't get to see, I didn't get to have that skin-to-skin. Uh, -skin, or at least I don't remember having that skin-to-skin. -skin. I don't think I did. I'm pretty sure I didn't. Okay, no, I'm 100% sure I didn't. Um, and sad part was that Chris got to experience all the uh, parts where they weighed her and wiped her down and everything like that. He got to experience all that. I didn't get to be part of that because I was too busy having a panic attack. But I got to experience everything afterwards, so I guess that's okay. <laughs> okay, so that was my little spiel for the day. Um, hope you liked my story. <laughs> um, 
Uh, next episode, I'll try to come back with something different. We'll see. It will be something different because I'm not going to tell you the same story over again, obviously. But, <laughs> but we'll see what story I tell you guys next. Thanks for listening.